Hello, this is Zach. This is an episode of the podcast I regret making. On the road, I think this is 54, I don't know. I'm just kind of recording this impromptuly. Um, As I drive back home from visiting, well, I guess it depends on your definition of home. I'm driving back to my apartment in Concord after visiting my family back in my original home for Easter. Easter Sunday. Um, So I'm currently cruising on Interstate 40. And uh, we're going to try one of these driving podcasts that the SHL loves so much. Get my gifter on or my drunken teddy on. I guess occasionally Argar also partakes in the drive casting. I have not ever done it. Well, that's not true. I actually, fun fact, I don't think I've ever said this, I actually recorded, like, this was, like, 2017, like, while driving to a race, I did record one episode that was going to be a podcast of regret, but that one I would have actually regretted if I had posted it, because I got really salty and ragey at people who didn't deserve it, um... So I elected, with discretion being the better part of Valor, to just erase that from the markings of history. I don't even remember what I was mad at that morning, because it was an early morning drive. It was literally the sun hadn't even come up. I was on my way to a race or something. Yeah, it was not good. So... That footage no longer exists. You, that episode never and will never see the light of day. <laughs> Literally or figuratively. Um, this one will, though. Just, uh, like I say, driving back home after visiting the family for the holiday. Um, I believe, I might be wrong on this, but I believe the preseason probably wrapped up tonight this morning. I don't know that for certain. I haven't had a chance to look at the index today because I've been visiting with family. Um, I know the preseason has started. Just as a frame of reference to people who aren't listening to this straight away after I get it posted, which may or may not be denied. I don't really know. Depends on how late I get back to the apartment and such. That individual needs to turn on their headlights. That's not great. Um, That is definitely suboptimal. So yeah, getting ready for a a new season. Um, I guess I will start by answering some overdue questions because some of them do hit on some hot, a hot topic that I wanted to discuss in this episode. Um, and some of them, most of them are just honestly related to events pertaining to Nikolai and me, I guess. Um, so that'll be fun to talk about. No, really, that person needs to turn on their headlights. Should I, like, turn, should I, like, throw my brights at them? Try to, nah. I don't think they'll get the hit. Especially now they're getting away from me. 
I thought at first it was just that their headlights were on auto and their taillights weren't on. But no, they are legit driving in the dark right now. You cannot fix stupid. Um, anyway. So, I will admit I do not have the uh, browser in front of me because I am driving, but I only have a small handful of questions and I've roughly memorized what they are and who asked them. So, I will not be reading the questions, but the first question was from Izzy and it was effectively asking for my thoughts. Excuse me. I ate way too much food today. On the first round of the playoffs, not so much the matchups themselves, although they had just wrapped up at the time, but just in general that it was the first time we have seen the uh, play-in round in the SHL. Um, Obviously, in terms of results, I was happy because Hamilton won their first round series with Tampa and advanced to the quarterfinals. So that was neat and good. But overall, I was I was on the record on this podcast for being not a fan of the series in general. And I can't say my opinion has changed much with the benefit of hindsight. Um, I, I, I still think it was a pretty unnecessary addition uh, for the sake of quote-unquote getting more people involved. When in reality, you only have four out of the 16 teams partaking in it. Um, After that, you're right back to where you started. All you've done is extend the season by two or three days, which honestly can amount to a week because you have to keep the rhythm of the league. Um, Just generally speaking, not not in love with it. Um, I was able to say that from the experience of the 10-team SMJHL playoff, but that's not going to be, you know, they'll get, they're going to keep that because we went so long with, you know, not having every SMJHL team in the playoff that, you know, whatever. Um, all told, though, I, I really, again, not a fan of the 10-team SHL playoff. I, uh... I feel like there's other ways we could get people involved in the league. And there was some conversation of that in the off-season. Let me just say, now that I have... Why is everybody breaking? Well, I have a moment to further elaborate on this. Alright, there you go. Just... Throw a block there without a turn signal, Mister. I do, I'm not driving with my lights on. You're you're the real MVP. Um, so, one of the ideas that got tossed around. What in the hell are y'all doing? I, I promise I'll stop getting... This is why I've never done a driving podcast. Because right now I'm just amazed at how many stupid people are in our state 40. Which is not good. Um, podcast material. Alright. Well, since we're going to do this, can one of y'all let me in? 
finally, holy shit, um, I'm bringing this up, um, there was some conversation in that thread about, oh, well, we could start IHF sooner and World Junior sooner, which is perfectly fine with me. I have no issue with that. But then somebody was like, or some people, it was plural, it was not singular, were like, if we do that, we can, uh, we can just exclude players who are in the finals from the IHF rosters. And I want to ask those people, are you fucking mad? Like, it is, first off, it is not real hockey. There is no reason why we should exclude those players. It is not like the world championships in real life where you cannot be in two places at once. There is no reason for us to exclude those people when the only reason we're moving up the tournament is to, I guess, condense the offseason Whereas the actual World Juniors, or World Championships, excuse me, like, legitimately just take place during the playoffs for whatever reason, because they always have. Um, I'm sure it works well with the world's calendar or whatever. It's just an unfortunate coincidence for the NHL or something like that. I can't say I've studied the circadian rhythm of the World Championships. But there's no reason to bring that element of realism to our league. Some people get really bent out of shape about realism. Some things don't need to be real. Like, we don't have injuries, and that's fine. We don't need to exclude players from IHF because they happen to be on an an SHL team in the playoffs. And that's fine. It's okay. It is not the end of the world. I mean, especially for IHF, because we already have... Like, if we were doing, quote-unquote, realism for IHF, we wouldn't have the rules about activity. Um, And this is... I almost hate even saying that, because somebody will take this as a fucking rule proposal and actually try to get it passed. I'll hit on that in a fucking second, too. Um, I'm ranting a little bit about IHF here. Um... But we have the rules about activity, where if you're inactive, let me rephrase that. The rule is, if you're at 350 TPE and you're active, there cannot be an inactive on the roster ahead of you. Which is a great rule for IHF, because I feel like it should. that is an activity that should be reserved for active contributing players to the league. In fact, I was annoyed greatly when I heard that the rule was adjusted from 250 to 350 simply because we've added World Junior. So, well, at least those people will get to play in one tournament. Well, what's wrong with them playing in two? Why would we make it 350 just for the sake of 350? Like, what was the purpose of excluding people between 250 and 350 from IHF simply because we happen to have a World Juniors tournament now? How is that promoting league activity? But if we, again, to go back to my original rant, if we were all about realism, then we would just let the inactives play because they're the best players. 
Uh, I don't think that would be a good move for the league, but my realism, you know, which is why you can't just throw that word out there to support every SHL argument you have. Sometimes realism is bad in this deal, which is why it would be bad to exclude players who happen to be in the playoffs from IHF if we were to start them sooner in this hypothetical situation. Also, shout out to the person, which I think was Aggie, but I might be wrong in that thread, was like, oh, well, it would probably only help teams like the U.S., Canada, and Russia because it would be a tougher deal for the smaller countries if they lose a couple of big-name players. If whoever that was, sir, please look at Russia's eligible players list. We are not the U.S. or Canada. Not even close. In fact, the funny thing is, this season in particular, I actually looked. We would have gotten super boned by it because we already had basically whatever the number is of active players that you have to start. Or, no, let me rephrase that. However many players your roster can have in IHF which I believe is 20, 18 skaters, two goalies. I might be wrong on that, but I believe that is correct. I always have to remind myself when we go to put the roster together every season. Um, Whatever that number is, we had that number plus two actives this season. We had one extra goalie and one extra skater. The goalie problem, unfortunately, just resolved itself because Wally said he's going inactive. So we're down to two goalies, which is funny because that came up in the Slappy and Bonk podcast, uh, the big Slappy Hour. We're, we solved the goalie problem right as you brought it up. We're down to two. But yes, you did remember that correctly, Slappy. We did have three active goalies at one point, very recently. Um, problem solved, unfortunately. Uh, but then we also have one skater who was left out, and Pris took it upon herself to make that skater her so that every other skater could be on the roster. Um... If we lost players that were in the finals, um, literally our two best skaters, our best forward and our best defenseman, if I remember correctly, were in the finals. So we would have gone from pretty bad to fuck a solid. Just, just, just put, end it all. We would have been as bad as Japan and Switzerland, honestly. So, it would have really sucked. On general principle, I'm not just saying that because it would have fucked Russia this season because it didn't happen this season. It may not play out like that ever again for Russia. That's not the reason I'm protesting this. I'm just saying it's stupid. Why would you exclude people? Especially when everything else we do in the league is all about inclusion and, every, you know, it's just so inconsistent with every message the league sends for us to suddenly play that card because of my realism really makes me question people's sanity sometimes. That's all. Um, So I got that off my chest, which is nice. Um, But yeah, hated the first round even though it worked out for Hamilton, but it's probably here to stay, so I'll get over it. Um, Thank you, Izzy, for the question. Uh, The rest of the questions came from Slappy, and they're all Evans-based. Two Nikolai Evans and one just me. 
So let's have some fun with that. Uh, the first one, if I remember the order correctly, was about... Um, I need to turn up the AC here. Getting all hot and bothered talking about the SHL and this car ride, y'all. Um, that's a little much. There we go. Um, shit, what was the first question about? Um, was it about the trade? We'll talk about the trade, because I can't remember if it was first or second. Nikolai Evans got traded in the SMJHL this season. Uh, he was on Montreal. He got traded to Halifax. Uh, Halifax made a couple of moves at the deadline to uh, push for uh, to compete in the playoffs. Basically had the opposite effect. Fell out of a top six spot that would have gotten them a first round bye to seventh. Uh, we did win our first round series against Colorado, which was great because it meant Nikolai Evans eliminated scrub lord Anastasio Koivu, which made him cackle with glee. Um, but then we lost to the eventual champion St. Louis Scarecrows in the quarterfinals, which was predictable and expected. Um, with that said, I have enjoyed my time in Halifax, and frankly, much more so than my time in Montreal. Uh, nothing against Wally when he was, since he was co-GM there at the time and all, all that. He wasn't the one that drafted me, but he, he was the co-GM when I got traded. He was kind of behind the trade. Uh, the trade itself, how it played out, which is more specific to the question, honestly is kind of funny because that actually completely unfolded it was like a day or two before the deadline, if I remember correctly, but it was definitely a deadline-type deal. And uh, I had just been invited into the uh, management Discord in Montreal for the channel, the private channel, so to speak, because um, I had a letter there. And uh, they had just made a trade with, like, if I remember correctly, it was like an inactive capped 350 TP player to get some picks their way or whatever. Because they had pretty much settled on, okay, uh, it's not in the cards for us for season 46. Uh, let's go ahead and start preparing for next season or the Reddit draft coming up in the summer, whatever. Well, that day, I was uh, traveling down to Alabama for a race. So we stopped at a, a gas station and to drive down. I was the one driving. So I checked my phone, see all of this playing out, and they're talking about that. And I somewhat jokingly, but somewhat seriously, like I wasn't, you know, I didn't expect anything of it. But I did say, you know, if you're if you're gonna sell out, do it right, because I know for whatever reason people like me, um, and somebody would probably overpay for me, but even though I'm going to get called up to Hamilton next season. Hey, that was that was the other question. I remember now. Um, I will not determine, I'll leave that to the listener to determine whether or not Halifax overpaid for me in the trade that soon followed, 
But literally, I left that gas station, and by the time I got to the hotel in Alabama, I had been traded. And I found out from Jay Halifax's uh, co-GM, or GM, GM, I think. Ah, fuck, I don't know. They're both GMs to me, damn it. Um, so, yeah, it was really funny. I was like, I, I, I didn't know whether it would go anywhere from there, but I was like, I mean, you might as well try, right? And, oh, it, it went from try to done in the matter of a three-hour drive from that gas station in Georgia to the hotel in Alabama. So pretty cool. Um, just really funny how that stuff works out. Uh, it wasn't quite, you know, like when you hear about the hockey players finding out they got traded on on the television or whatever, but pretty close. Um, Halifax has been fun, though. I still hang out in there, even though I'm getting called up. Um, Montreal was just really quiet this season. Um, not much to it. And it's always been, frankly, awkward for me in there. Because, if, if we're just being honest and forthright, for the sake of the podcast, literally my introduction to the Montreal locker room was a couple of alumni... Uh, being outraged that I had been taken ahead of Argar. Um, so not great. Um, it, it's kind of hard to bounce back from that, honestly. When, you know, when right off the bat, it's like, why did we draft this guy? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I didn't. I'm not saying I should have been drafted first overall, or that I'm better than Argar or anything like that. But. uh you know, shit. At least say hello first, right? Fuck. Um, yeah, never really got better from there, honestly. Um, haven't had to deal with that in Halifax, so it was, it was pretty much an automatic upgrade, if I'm honest. Um... The other question about Nikolai from Slappy was about whether or not, when would he get the call up to the bigs? It's happening. In fact, I've already been in the preseason sims. Like I say, haven't had a chance to look today, but I had eight points in the first 18 games. Uh, Decent-ish shot block numbers, especially because I'm on the third pairing, not getting a ton of ice time. Um, But then again, that was also with auto lines as discussed in Adam and Rich's podcast, which I also listened to today during my travels. Um, by the way, while I'm, let me just jump on this fucking tangent right here. Um, I figured if there was any podcast that would have appreciated a theater of the absurd, absurd story like, hey, a town 15 minutes from me almost got erased off the face of the planet by a nuclear weapon by an airplane accident, it would have been the podcast that, you know, spent a 20-minute conversation uh, talking about, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, all right? Y'all really let me down on that. I get it was, you, you know, took a month off or whatever, but that was some prime Adam and Rich expounding about nothing and laughing about it, 20-minute material, and y'all just stared at that meatball, hanging curveball for a called strike and just left me hanging. 
I'm so disappointed. So fuck you, Adam. I don't care if you are my teammate now. Fuck you. Um, you suck. You're the worst. And I hope the fleas of a thousand camels infest your armpits. That's what I think about you, Adam. Um, just kidding. Love you, man. Uh, but yeah, getting called up to Hamilton this season. I was actually joking with uh, Joe K. You know, uh, he asked me, did I think I would have a shot at the uh, Jester? And I was like, hell no, I'm a defenseman, and I and I only had one send-down season. And he was like, well, the latest, the newest Jester is a defenseman, which tells you how much attention I paid to awards this season. Um, based on what I gained from listening to podcasts this weekend, probably a damn good thing. Uh, I probably would have had some real fire opinions about it if I did. I know I have a fire opinion about uh, how the hell do you have three players from the same team nominated for MVP. I don't think I have to spell that one out, but I know whenever I was on the awards committee, uh, Minnesota was right up there with Toronto on bitching about us ignoring them on awards because obviously we just pick which teams I would always okay we, we can't we can't nominate anybody from Minnesota so I'm just gonna ignore this part of the index never mind that I was one of the few people that thought Robert Anderson should have won that McBride one season instead of freaking uh rain delays goalie I can't even remember the prick's name but he should have been McBride that season I know that much I was the guy, one of the two guys voting for Anderson. The other one's inactive now. Uh, but yeah, I hate Minnesota. Dipshits. Um, but yeah, they got their they they got their guy. So I don't want to hear about that shit anymore. Um, So yeah, like I say, uh, Joe was talking to me about rookie year. I was like, no, that's probably not gonna happen. He's like, you never know. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not gonna happen because like, I'm playing third pair. I'm a defenseman. I only, I'm only gonna have like 500, 600 TPE. But I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about doing what I can to contribute to the Hamilton Steelhawks. I uh, got my defense up to 90, which was most important to me seems to be paying off at least in the defensive aspect of the game even though I'm quote-unquote an offensive defenseman but I'd rather focus on the defense to start off with and then we can round off the, the sexy offensive stuff so I got the defense in 90 and I'm gonna get the offense up or the pa- scoring excuse me up to like 85 ish and the only reason I'm even getting it up that high is because I'm paired up with uh, holy shit uh, JP who has, like, scoring weakness. So his passing's super jacked up, and he's got this wide-ass gap. So I'm trying to get that wide-ass gap to match. That sounds dirty. Um, so, that's... And then after that, we'll probably work on some skating and puck handling and some more defense. I want to get that up to 99 pretty quick, honestly. Um, just because I did, didn't get to do that with the last player. So having 99 defense sounds fun as hell. Um... I guess I just have a weird heart on for things like that. Um, 
here we go with another non sequitur. Since I was ranting about IHF, I will go back while I'm talking about Slappy to say I actually liked your idea, or your, the one that you and Bonk collaborated on to resolve the whole issue with Prime. I think that's a perfectly common sense solution to a problem that wouldn't happen often, but honestly, uh, shouldn't be too hard to solve. Uh, we, you know, basically talk about with the Sebastian promoted Swedish goalie who burned his transfer to move from Canada to Sweden, but has since been uh, usurped as their starting goalie. So he's if you know the the solution they proposed was basically if you get left off the roster for two to three seasons, obviously IHFHO would have to come up with the number there. Um, then you can you can transfer at that point. I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. Um, I think that's fine. And I thought that was a great suggestion. We'll see if it comes to fruition or not. Um, da -da -da -da. The other question from Slappy had to do with me in real life because I have moved down to the Charlotte area. Uh, with my job and such. He was asking how that's going. It's going, why are we breaking? Why the hell? Okay. Lane change. Um, yeah, it's going great. Um, I don't miss Interstate 40 at all. I'll tell you that damn much. I don't have to deal with this these stupid drivers on I-85. I just have to deal with construction. Um... I've actually, it's actually, I got pretty lucky, if I'm honest, with my apartment. Because I had visited the, the complex, and I liked the area that it was in, but they didn't have, when I, you know, was put, applying and putting in my deposit and all that, they didn't have any uh, model rooms or, or showrooms or anything like that, no, no vacancies, nothing where I could, like, tour an actual physical room that I was similar to the one I was putting in for. So I was kind of going into it blind as far as like the apartment itself, but uh, it's good. Um, very basic. Who texted me? Oh, yep. Okay. Let me just respond to this text real quick. Don't text and drive, kids. even still recording. This is the first time I've done this with this app. I have no idea what's going on right now. Yep, we're still live. Cool. Um, yeah, but I hadn't seen the apartment at all. Um, but I got moved in, and it was, it was solid. I mean, it's not fancy by any means. It's very bare bones, but I'm only paying like $7.05 a month for it. I wasn't expecting the Taj Mahal by any means. Um, but it's actually got, you know, a nice little setup. Um, came with, you know, a fridge, an oven, 
stovetop, whatever, you know. the hookups for a washer and dryer and cable and all of that. Um, really just had to put the furniture in there and my belongings and such. And honestly, I don't need a fancy apartment because I'm hard, you know, now with the job and stuff, I there's a couple of days every week I'm really not there. Um, so... It's been nice, um, and like I say, it's been it's been cool to move down here after being in such a small town in the sticks. They were actually making fun of me at work one day because they were talking about all the different places that, to eat near the office or whatever. And I was just shaking my head, and they were like, "What?" And I was like, "If I took a lunch break at work at my old job, there was really only one place to eat. Like there were more in town." But the Hardee's was not fit to eat. We had a place called Highway 55, which was supposed to be themed like a, you know, like this 50s diner type place, but it was overpriced as hell, and you really didn't get that much food for your money. There's a Chinese place, which, you know, I'm not a huge Chinese fan, and, you know, it's up to you, I guess, if you're into Chinese food or not. Um, and then there was Bojangles. So I ate at Bojangles a lot. Now I don't eat at Bojangles a lot, because I have other options. Nothing against Bojangles, but I do love some Bojangles, but I don't have to eat there every day to, you know, survive, which is pretty great. Um, I've been enjoying the move. Um, it's also, you know, just nice being close to the office. That was kind of an accidental perk again, because I knew I was close to the office, but I didn't realize how close, because when I visited the place, I was kind of driving, like I hit like three or four different complexes at once. And so I knew I was in the right area to be close to the office, but I didn't realize it was literally 10 minutes on a bad day from the office. So, that has been a happy accident as well. Um, overall, it's just worked out really well. And I can't even take, say I planned it out that well. It just kind of fell together that way. Which has been pretty cool. Um, and it's nice to just in general be down in the office instead of working from home. Able to actually talk to the people I work with and stuff like that. And, uh... Yeah. Nice to also not be working at a grocery store anymore. So, there is also that. So, thank you to Slappy for those questions. Um, I guess I'll get in one more rant before I go. This is not going to be an hour-long episode. Um, 
we had a nice long conversation that uh, nobody from HO has decided to speak up on as of the last time I checked about the SMJHL drafting rules. Now, I know I ranted about this on the podcast before. I saw the writing on the wall for this stupid rule. Um, they didn't make a, re- a revision at the time. It sure enough played out to fruition that now all of a sudden, you know, everybody's like, well, no, I'm not even going to say that because nobody is really mad at Detroit over it. I think everybody realizes it was just a stupid rule. Kind of like this stupid guy going 70 in the left-hand lane. was able to get drafted by Detroit in the second round because he's quote-unquote in their management group because you can list like six people as part of your team's management because of the rule they made and knee-jerk reaction to Sammy being Sammy. Um, And now all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, this rule really is bad. And it's like, yeah, we tried to tell you. Like, if you go back and look at the thread when it was announced, like, there are, like, several current and former SMJHL GMs that are like, this is really not a good idea. Nobody got the hint. Or, no, actually, nobody didn't get the hint. Ha, ha, ha. Get dunked on. Um, And sure enough, here it is. It played out exactly like we said it would, and no, nobody... doesn't seem to care or at least he's not responding to anybody um I I just I hope that gets fixed because I don't understand how I mean it's only a matter of time before certain teams get smart enough and I could probably tell you off the top of my head which ones it'll be to start gaming the system where it's like oh I've got this guy that's recreating it that is playing on recreating in three seasons he doesn't even have to be one of your alumni but you can start talking to him now like hey if we work it out like you can pull off a deplorables without even having to make them wait until after the draft to create their players. People get all up in arms about people creating after the draft and then being able to sign wherever they want. At least if they do that, they can't get any TPE until after they create after the draft. It automatically puts them behind everyone in their draft class. They're hurting themselves by doing that. It's not a huge handicap, but it is a handicap. You've got a system in place right now where you could legitimately create a deplorables, just plan it out two or three seasons in advance so they can't call bullshit on you. And then automatically draft six dudes that could potentially be your top two lines. 
there's nothing to stop that from happening with the current rule. Absolutely nothing. I, I don't see how you don't change this rule. I don't know why you changed the rule in the first place. Or at least I don't know why you changed it to this. And I definitely don't see why when people told you this is exactly what would happen, you didn't say, hmm, they might have a point. Um, so yeah, maybe fix that SMJHL, free advice. Um, that's I, I'm really honestly still in shock that that's a thing that can happen but it happened um, and it's such a and it's such an unenforceable rule too like you legitimately wouldn't even have to contribute like already I don't even know... how much Woesey is involved in Detroit's management. How could you? Like... There's no way... to police how involved somebody is in management. You could totally include somebody on that list who has never, not a once, assisted in the team's strategy, drafting, scouting, coaching, line-simming, polite suggestion, anything. Just to try and protect them for the draft. Just incredibly, incredibly poorly written and change for the sake of change. Honestly, kind of shocking. But, it's here. Um, it happened. Nothing we can do about it at this point other than fix it for the future. probably a wrap on this episode and I've gotten that off my chest as well um, I'm still trying to figure out the one hiccup, the one downside to my move down here I've told a couple of people this on Discord because I haven't quite figured out I know the one downside to my apartment is it has it, it's not very soundproof at all um I hear people walking up and down the stairs all the time and stuff like that. So I know if I just, you know, pulled out my phone and started talking to myself about fake hockey for an hour, the neighbors would get really annoyed. So I'm trying to figure out exactly if I were to record on a regular basis, the best manner to do that. Obviously, this worked out well because I'm driving. But it's not even like a lot of times now that I've moved down here, I can do it on my drives to races. 
her back from races because a lot of times I have other people from the office with me. So they probably would also not be amused if I just randomly pulled out my phone and started talking fake hockey for an hour. This is one of the few times I'm actually driving alone. Whereas used to, I was always driving alone. But I was also in a place where I wasn't disturbing my neighbors to record a podcast. So, still trying to work out how that's going to work. I would like to, of course, record on a more regular basis than I have done so far during that post-move, but i got to figure out the logistics of it, honestly. Um, But I'm glad I've taken this time to do it tonight and uh, share some hot takes while also catching up everyone on all things Evans. But from here, I'll let y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. And, uh... Hope... This has been everything you hoped and dreamed it would be. It wasn't. And, uh... I look forward to hearing the rest of y'all's podcast, especially Joe's. I'm really looking forward to part two of that deal. The intro to part one was kick-ass. Um... Izzy did a great job on that. Uh, really look forward to part two because that's the part my questions are in so we'll see how that goes and uh, yeah hope y'all have a pleasant whatever time of day you're listening to this